podcasting from Knoxville, along the banks of the mighty Tennessee River. This is the Startup Knox podcast featuring interviews with local entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Brandon Bruce, and today we continue our series of interviews in partnership with Webb School of Knoxville. Each student in the Introduction to Entrepreneurship and Design Thinking course will interview a local entrepreneur. In this episode, Mason Testerman, class of 2024, interviews Jeff Knox, Territory Business Manager at Dexcom. All right, team, we're up and running. It's Mason Shaw. I'll let him do the intros and, and take it away. Okay, I'm Mason Testerman, and this is my entrepreneur, Jeff Knox. And my first question is, uh, what is your education background? I have an undergraduate degree from uh, East Tennessee State, and I have a master's from the University of Tennessee. Okay, and uh, my second question was, what company do you work for? I work for uh, a medical device company called Dexcom. It is a uh, continuous glucose monitoring company that uh, specifically deals with patients with uh, type 1 diabetes, measures their blood, blood glucose levels at all times. So if you're not familiar with someone that has type 1 diabetes, um, on insulin, so the chances of them going low, bottoming out is very good. So it just gives you alerts, alarms, helps you be more proactive and reactive. So. And then uh, that kind of leads me to my next question is, what is your role at work? I'm a uh, territory manager, senior territory manager for this. Been there for 10 years. Okay, uh, what exactly does that, like, you do? I uh, call on hospitals, uh, endocrinologist uh, in a given territory. Which, uh, which is expanded. I used to cover Alabama, half of Tennessee, and so we've been expanding over the 10 years. So now I'm just in and around Knoxville, so that gives you a little bit more time to do other things. And uh, how has COVID affected your business? Um, for, on the medical side, you know, you know, people are always gonna go to the doctor and uh, they're always gonna need this device. So my company set, uh, shut down for you know, maybe a month. And then since we're considered, um, healthcare workers, we were given that option to go ahead and take the vaccine early, that way we could work, which I did. So that didn't so much, but as far as uh, buying properties, it did because the skyrocketing uh, prices for for properties are just going crazy, so. And that kind of uh, led me to my next question was, are you invested in any real estate, and if so, what kind? Um, yes, uh, apartments and, uh, and condominiums, and actually, uh, I'm going to an auction tomorrow morning to buy another one, so. And uh, how do you deal with renters that don't pay? <laughs> well, I've been pretty fortunate um, throughout the years until the last couple years um, that never had any problem with uh, with people paying them. But then when, when that does happen, you take them to court and sue them and garnish the wages and what, whatever you have to do to get, to get your money. And then uh, knowing what you know now, is there anything that you would have done differently when starting? Well, yeah, I've been in the, the healthcare industry, um, obviously done better at school, become a doctor, and um, that's what I would have done different, yeah. Took my uh, education a lot more seriously. And uh, how did you choose, like, what education you wanted to do? Well, originally, uh, when I was at ETSU, I wanted to get, uh, go to law school. So when I graduated from ETSU, um, Got into sports management. Um, I was going to, to be an agent, but uh, after finishing up my master's, I was like, "Well, I think I'm done." Because I met some friends that were in the medical medical field, device industry, pharmaceutical industry, and it seemed uh, interesting and, and fun. So that's the, the route I ended up taking. And then, uh, what got you into investing in real estate? 
my mother. Uh, she's done that since I was a kid. Um, all apartment complexes, trailer parks, houses, you name it, she, she had it. And then uh, what's been most beneficial to your success, your hard work, education, or people you know? All they love. Hey, you gotta, you gotta be a hard worker, God bless you. Uh, you gotta have to be a hard worker. Uh, obviously you have to have an education for someone to actually look seriously at you. And then the people you know is, you know, you hear the, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And that's their true statement. And then, Well, I want to jump in and talk about going to an auction right. tomorrow. Yeah. It feels like there's shows on TV, right? People go to an auction yeah. and bid on anything from apartments and condos yeah. to like rental units and yeah. stuff like that where people do storage. So so how do you find the auctions? What happens at an auction? Well, when they when they auction off a property, you know, they have to uh, market it. You know, whether it's a sign in front of the property, they have to uh, publish it uh, in a newspaper. And um, so they just actually, have, you know, you hear the auction on the courthouse steps, it's basically what it is. You don't get any time to, you know, they don't let you view it because some of these are some dogs when you get in. I mean, when I say that's the word my grandmother used, you know, oh, that's a dog, you know, not good. <laughs> so, but, um, but so they don't give you uh, an opportunity to check them out. But when you do get them, that's why, you know, you don't pay the high dollars for them. But, you get them, you gotta just basically get them because the people, they they get ticked off that they're getting kicked out or whatever happened to them and they trash them. I mean, I'm talking about knocking holes in walls, ripping out pipes, you know, you name it. I mean, they uh, definitely do them over. So are you buying them based on location? Right. The address, That's so it. You know, like if you put money into it, you'll be able to bring it back to life. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No question about it. How do you go about remodeling after you get them? Uh, I get a friend I know. <laughs> Dad's a construction company to, to do them. He's done the last, last one I did. did. He did for me. Did a great job. Does all your real estate in Knoxville or do you? Mine personally, um, but my, as I mentioned, my mother has some uh, properties outside the state in uh, Mississippi and Louisiana and Alabama. So how do you balance the medical device on the Dexcom side, right? Yeah. So busy managing territory, traveling, and then doing the properties. Well, you know, I mentioned, or, you know, since we expanded, you know, I'm just in and around Knox, Knoxville, Knox County. Uh, uh, so, you know, I'm not on the road like I used to be. So, it, uh, you know, you're not just all that windshield time, you're in and around where you need to be. So you can actually, like in the morning, I go take care of that and go do my other job, so. That's basically how you how you deal with it. Because in the past, it was just almost impossible to do. Because when I say I was in Alabama once a week, Nashville once a week, Knoxville, Tri-Cities, I mean, talking about putting some miles on a vehicle, definitely. What were you doing before that stopped? You so you were studying possibly to go into the law and maybe be a sports agent, but then when you finish well, your before, graduate <laughs> Well, I've been in uh, medical devices for a long time. I was with a company called Abbott Diabetes Care, which is uh, you know, another diabetes device. Um, this is more of the, the blood glucose meters, the, the, single, the single test, and then also they came out with a uh, continuous glucose monitor to the navigator uh, after right at the end, and then they quit, you know, quit uh, making it, so that's when I left and went with Dexcom. So. I've been in medical devices for 20 years and I was in pharmaceuticals for another two years.
after that, before that. Were you into properties and real estate even before that? Uh, not, so much, um, not so much. Not so much. Because obviously wasn't making as much money back then as I was and now, so yeah. um, didn't have that opportunity to really get into it until, up until the last I don't know, fifteen years, I guess. And then, so, if you would, because I think, I think it's an interesting space, right? Like, there's a, again, going to TV, like we got Discovery here in so many of the shows, oh, yeah. right? Or about folks coming in and, and flipping properties mm -hmm. and making profit or not, oh, yeah. depending as, as the case may be. So, so take us through some of the, the economics, right? So you, so you look for a property based on the address. Are you getting all of them from auction? Or are you buying some of them from uh, Well, no, I mean, that's just the one tomorrow is just an example of the auction. But um, when you have friends that are realtors, they have a heads up on what's going on. Um, bank friends, potential foreclosures, whatnot. That's the route I usually take. And then once you get in, then you well, allocate a budget to how much you're willing to put in to rehab right. it. Yeah you, know, yeah, you know brand. what it is. I already have it in my mind and written down what, what I want to do. Because I, I have several in this one complex, uh, two in this one complex for tomorrow. So I, know exactly what kind of budget I'm looking at. Um, it's been a couple years since the last one, pre-COVID, so obviously it's gonna be a little bit more expensive because of supplies. So yes, uh, but in a situation like this, it's gonna be, you know, you're not financing, it's cash. And you know, thank God, knock on wood, that I have the opportunity to, to do that. Because if not, then, you know, you can't get it, so. So all the auctions are cash-based? Yes. <coughs> and then once you get into the rehab, rebuilding from scratch yeah. you're fully gutting it you're financing that right. typically okay. well you can once you get in it and pay cash you can actually uh finance go back in and finance and get get money back and then you know use your uh, real uh, rental money to to pay that loan off so. gotcha. yeah. but you always got to keep in mind oh, I'm sorry. Go no i was saying you got to keep in mind once you get in your you know overhead wise as far as the hoas um things like that that you have to have to cover as well. So, uh, like with your properties, on average, like how long does it normally take till you start making uh, money instead of just like you mentioned, you pay off the loan? Yeah, well, it depends on how fast you want to pay the loan off. Um, because you know, when you're doing something like that, and again, it depends on you know, if you want to go, which I don't ever recommend going, you know, 20, 30 years out because you know, you're just gonna be paying on it for that long. So, the, the lower, obviously, the years that you want to finance it. Um, you know, pay them, you know, whatever you, you're renting it for, go ahead and just knock it all out. At the, and so you're going to have it paid off that quick, that's more, that much more quick. So do you go into auctions like saying, this is the amount of money I want to spend and I'm not going higher than this? Or do you kind of just kind of see how it's no, going? No, you, they, they start, you know, they start, start with a set price and goes up from there. So yeah, but I'm saying like you individually, do you Oh, with, with a number? Yeah. Oh yeah, I do have a number, which I'll cut off at. How many folks are usually showing up to an auction? How competitive is it typically? Um, well, you, you always have people showing up just to sit around and watch it. You know, just like a house I bought and, and uh, moved into, lived there for 10 years, uh, big house. And the, the guy that actually uh, built it showed up and he was, I thought he was gonna be bidding on it, but he didn't. But everybody just, they just, there are a lot of nosy people out there just, just want to see what's going on. So they like to talk. <clears throat> In terms of actual bidders, there's, there's only a, a couple, yeah. Small group. Yeah. Uh, what are you bidding on tomorrow? What is it? Yeah. It's a condominium. 
What's your like your target price? Uh, my target price would be, you know, one one twenty. That'd be great, but uh, I think it's probably going to go somewhere around one seventy five. Guessing. Probably going to go more than that. That's my number. <laughs> so you find the auction prices are higher than they were pre-COVID, and then yeah. and then to rehab it, all oh, the yeah. supplies oh, yeah. and the construction yeah. costing more. That's what I was saying. I haven't I rehabbed one in the last couple of years, and just like when I was I was talking to his dad yesterday, you know, when he priced the houses. Um, same house, same model, whatever, uh, it's $200,000 more than it was, you know, two years ago. Yeah. And he goes, granted, the, the lumber prices are going down, but everything else, you got to wait for everything. And, you know, whether it's appliances or, you know, something to build a pipe resin. I mean, it's, it, it, this is a whole supply and tra chain issues that just back everything up, so. Oh, I'm sorry. Where is this property that you're living on? Uh, West Knoxville. So, if you say that you do get the property for like 175, less than that. <laughs> yeah. So, so how much would you put like put in it to remodel it? Well, the last one was uh, fifty thousand. I mean, again, that was from top to bottom, even the garage. So you're you're looking at more than that just because of uh, you know the supplies and the cost of supplies going up. So. So putting in fifty thousand, how much, how much profit? Like, how much do you think you sell it for? Well, the in this particular area, I mean, in this size unit, you can, if I want to turn around, but I'm not going to sell it. I'm just going to use it as rental property. But you can turn around and sell it for at least another hundred thousand, probably over that. That's how, that's how crazy this market's gotten. Do you expect that trend? I mean, what are you seeing? Uh, on the ground? Is this going to continue? Is it gonna well, and again, when the prices are up like that on, on the houses you're selling, it also raises prices for your rentals as well. I mean, because um, just use these in this particular um, subdivision, you know, something that would go for eleven, twelve hundred dollars is going for eighteen hundred dollars, sixteen, eighteen hundred dollars. So you know that doesn't hurt my feelings, but um, but. When it comes to wanting to buy additional properties, and they're still just jacked up out of the, you know, out of the sky. That's, I wish that would go down. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited about it. Just pretty hot market. Yeah, absolutely. And then on top of that, I'm looking for another house to, <laughs> to, to buy to live in. So, yeah, and you, I mean, just the houses, lake houses are, are just crazy. I mean, it's you find one, you look at one. No, it's not. You look at one and it's you're like, really? And they're asking an arm and leg for it. And then if you buy it, you have to put another couple hundred thousand in it just to get somewhere close to where you want it to, have to be, you know? So it's frustrating. Um, so going back to the medical devices, you, you kind of developed a specialty, mm -hmm. right? In the diabetes field, right. mm -hmm. it kind of intend on staying in that area? I mean, unfortunately, oh, yeah. it doesn't seem like that's Slowing down. No, no, no. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, the prevalence of diabetes is just going up, and um, unfortunately, but you know, when you have a life-saving device uh, like a, like I sell, um, I mean, it's it's definitely a life-changing device and a life-saving device as well, because in this particular device, you can <coughs> say if you live by yourself and your children live across the country, you can actually follow everything you do. So if, if you have a little alarm, little alarm. And it keeps going off, you know. They're like, "Is it not catching this alarm?" 
I'm gonna call him if he doesn't answer, I'm gonna call the paramedics. And this has actually happened several times, saved multiple lives. Like, <coughs> and your buyers are, you said hospitals? Um, well, yeah, there, there's uh, diagnostic, professional diagnostic units, uh, and then, but it's mostly um, consumers. Okay. Patients. Yeah. Gotcha. Can you send directly to them or through a no, no, no. CVS or how do you no, get it, there's a there's pharmacy benefits that are available through it now, which is uh, very recent, but most of it's a DME that has to be ordered through a durable, durable medical okay. uh, equipment supplier, so, so it has to be ordered through the provider. And so, is it, a, is it a lot of marketing to those providers so that they carry oh, yeah. what you offer, and then also you need to well, market not to so the much consumer? not to the distributors, but okay. just for the prescribers. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's letting those yeah. physicians know. Yeah. And this here. and it's a market that hasn't even been put it in in it yet, which is crazy. You know, I mean, Dexcom is a fairly new company since 1999, and we're on our sixth um, sixth generation sensor getting ready to launch our seventh generation here in the next few months, I think, knock on wood. And, um, and again, we're not even a dent into the market because the prevalence of diabetes, especially for type ones, type two patients that are eventually gonna be on insulin. You know, it's just a progression of the disease, so, yeah. Other questions, Caleb, Missy, Avery? Uh, do you know a guy named Paul Murphy? Paul Murphy? Yeah, he, I just know he does like uh, condo like stuff, like real estate with that. He doesn't ring a bell. Might see him at the auction. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I'll let Mason know if I run into him. So why would like a property owner, like the person that's owning say the condominium you want to buy tomorrow why would they auction that off instead of just selling it? well the situation uh what's come up with this is that um it's either a lawsuit and they won't get out and so i mean there's so many different things that could happen in, when it's in a situation where we're an auction um, but this particular instance is you know they were sued and, and they just they won't leave and so now, once this is auctioned off, then the sheriff's department will go in there, escort them out, and that'd be it. So, so is it like, <laughs> how do you find these different like auctions and stuff that you want to go to? Well, that's why I was mentioning earlier. You know, they they have to uh, market it, that what's going on. You know, uh, in the newspaper, the signage, but it's usually word of mouth. And like, do you constantly attend auctions and? and want to buy as much as you can, or do you just like say, well, this is a good time for me to buy one? Yeah, exactly. There's just certain, you know, certain parts of town, um, certain places that you want to do it, but yeah, just specifics. So when you're at an auction, what does that look like? How many are there for? And like, how many people are there usually? Um, well, as far as people that are actually doing <laughs> them, you're, you're looking at just maybe a handful of them, but there's a lot more people there to just want to sit there and, to see what's going on. <laughs> so let's see what the numbers are going for. Would you recommend the students show up to an auction sometimes just to see what it's like? Yeah, Not absolutely. Necessarily even to yeah. They don't last long. Yeah, they don't last long, but yeah, just to see what, what actually happens here. We're just talking about like half an hour? That's even that. 
Okay. Yeah. Just a quick check this quick. Boom, 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 boom. That's it. You gotta check it out. Yeah. Class field trip. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Let them out. Actually, it's super useful. Class, we can pull it off. Yeah. Uh, what advice would you have for someone that's buying their first piece of like real estate? Um, definitely get a, a home inspection on it. You know, get you know, definitely know what you're getting into before you go in blind. Uh, because those home inspectors, they'll they'll find, you know, just the smallest things are that you want, you know, the naked eye wouldn't see. And you definitely don't want to get into something that that's going to cost you an arm and leg to get out. And so because of your experience, you're able to go to an auction even without having done an inspection and know, basically. Well, in the situation, well, like this particular property, Mara, you know, because I have a, a couple in this area, you basically know what, what to look for. Because God knows if, if it's happening these, it's going to happen in this one too. So that's stuff to look for. Yeah. Yeah, good advice. It's probably almost, if not everybody in the room is going to be in a position to oh, absolutely. certainly buy a house, possibly get interested in, in rental properties like Jeff is. So good advice to keep in mind. Thanks. Any other questions? That's it. So uh, when you like bought your first property, did you do that just to do it, or did you, it was was it something that you like? Well, that, actually, the first one I bought myself um, was I was living in it, and then I lived in it for a couple of years, and then I bought a house, and then I just kept that one, and then started adding on to it. So, have you ever bought a property or just did it as well as you thought it would? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, that situation uh, again is the way the the market swung back then. Um, you know, back in the 08, 09 area. You know, you buy it, you, re, you gut it, and, and this was a flip. This was a flip I was doing. And um, made just pennies to what I expected I was gonna make, so, yeah. But I, I did end up upside down, so that's a plus. Nowhere near what I thought I was gonna do. I don't know if you, if you answered this already, but how many properties do you have? Um, me personally, I have five, and then stuff my mother has is. Uh. All right, Dean, Jeff, thanks a ton. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you.